0: with another episode of Live On Purpose Radio. My amazing guest today is Dr. Kevin Light. Dr. Light practices cosmetic surgery and integrative medicine in Dallas, Texas. He wrote a book called Outsmart Aging. <coughs> so that should grab your attention, at least some of you. Uh, I got to meet Dr. Light in Austin, Texas, a few months ago as I was visiting <coughs> a uh, a National Speakers Association event. And then we reconnected recently also in Phoenix. Dr. Light,
1: welcome Paul, to Love on Purpose Radio. Dr. Paul, I'm loving being <laughs> here on a good Friday and spending some quality time with my new good friend.
0: This is a good way to spend some
1: time. It absolutely is.
0: And so what are a couple of docs going to talk about on this?
1: Oh, uh, I don't know. It can't be Pop too break. technical because people will shut us both off.
0: Well, that's true. But you know what? I think underneath all of that technical knowledge and all of that, all of those skills and and practices that you've developed over the years, you've learned some principles.
1: Is that oh, fair? Absolutely. Um, you're on a different kind of mountaintop, and uh, people are people. And right. so you learn a lot of life principles, um, I think, especially in, well, in any field but what you and I do. We, we see people mm-hmm. and life from a different vantage point, which is – kind of peculiar kind of unique
0: your vantage point has included everything from from being a flight surgeon with the air force to cosmetic surgery to integrative medicine some people might not even know what that means but could you just take a moment and and create the context for our listeners what's the path that you've traveled and and uh, where is it that you've learned what you've learned
1: well, you know, I guess you could probably accuse me of uh, needing some a d d medicine i um I started out as a as a trauma surgeon and a general surgeon i was a trauma general surgeon with the United States Air Force for eight years as well as an, uh, i was an air, a flight surgeon which is a specialist in aerospace medicine so i wore and thank three you hats. for
0: your service too
1: thank you thank you i uh, I was proud to do it every time the national anthem plays, I get goosebumps because I wore the uniform so right. i'm very so. proud of that. And um, did did the Gulf War, did Guantanamo Bay, got out and then did a complete 180 shift. I got I needed to do something other than taking care of critically ill people. Mm -hmm. And so I went into cosmetic surgery of all dastardly things. Mm -hmm. And then my whole focus was to make people attractive, to reverse the physical signs of aging Mm -hmm. and to address aging from an external vantage point with my skills that I had generated as a surgeon with extra training. And then that was fine and dandy, and then my mind started to wander, and I I figure, well, I can fix them on the outside, but I can't stop the clock or slow it down. Hmm, this integrative medicine stuff. Let's check this out. And so I uh, became an integrative medicine or a functional medicine doctor back about 11 years ago, Mm. and uh, the thrust of that is, um, slowing that fast, dirty, burning candle of life down to a nice, slow, clean burn. And the, the, the goal is not to make you live forever, but the goal is to make you live better um, into, your, uh, into your old years. That's it.
0: Nice. And you're looking at people from a different vantage point now, too. You've done right. all the um, mechanics.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, before what I did was a very mechanical exercise, surgery, uh, cosmetic surgery, also mechanical. But now what I do is we deal with things like hormone balance. Um, When you age, you have certain inevitable hormone imbalances. Um, We deal with uh, how to prevent chronic disease of aging that we all get, like heart disease and uh, arthritis and Alzheimer's. And we deal with um, spiritual issues and emotional issues. And it's all wrapped up in a ball of wax. And they're really, as you know, as a psychologist, they're, they're all interrelated and intertwined. And you have to play all six strings on the guitar, not just one, if you're going to have a chord. And so if you're going to address somebody from an internal perspective, you have to push as many buttons as you can and that 's the approach, so it 's a completely different approach, not mechanical mechanical at all more system based and it's almost it can even edge into being philosophical so um, mm. it's an interesting it's an interesting science
0: and that's an interesting perspective for you to come with because with your your background in medicine and and the mechanics of the human body and physiology and how all of that stuff works, and now you're talking to me today about. Emotion and spirituality, and there's this side to human beings that is so important and we can't ignore it. And, <clears throat> and I think that you would probably educate us that it has a very profound effect on your physical health as well,
1: including process so of aging. I, I, I'm sorry. Um, I've seen disease from the inside. I've seen gunshot wounds. I've opened cancerous chest. I mean, I've seen what toll disease takes on bodies. And then, if I flip this on his head and um, i can I can see the now that i 've seen the way it works mechanically, if I can see it down to the nano level, the molecular level, the spiritual level, and I can impact things that really truly affect your quality of life like your energy, like your sex drive like how do you sleep how 's your decision making process how 's your memory These are things that people just They start to lose a little bit of that and it slips over time and they go, well, you know, that's just what happens when you get older. And that's the great myth. It's the great myth that we've all come to embrace. It's just it's what our grandparents did. It's what our peers do. And um, they don't realize that you have to manage all these things. And if you manage them and maintain it just like you would your car, that car will run forever. And that person will run, not forever, but really well for a long time. And it also affects every aspect of your being, your energy, uh, your memory, your mood, your executive function in, in, in making decisions, everything. And who knew that a little hormone disruption is going to affect the way you make decisions? I mean, it's, it's, it's actually fascinating. I love this stuff. It's, it's so fascinating. I learn something explosively wonderful every day. And it's, it's it's good to be, be doing this.
0: Wow. You called it a myth, this whole aging thing.
1: The, I, I, what I mean by that is is you don't – it's not a given. So it's not a given that you're going to get older around 45 or, or you're going you to round the corner and then all of a sudden gain weight and now get a little high blood pressure. Now maybe get a little high blood sugar, diabetic, and then your memory goes – I mean – That happens to a lot of people, but it's not irreversible. And if you catch it early enough, it's preventable, maybe even reversible. So the myth is, well, the traditional doctor, and I'm a traditional doctor, for example, you have high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. And so traditional doctors, and the way I was trained, is, well, if you have high blood pressure, you need blood pressure medicine to control it, and you'll be on that for life. Mm -hmm. Well, the obvious question is, well... Why do you have high blood pressure? And maybe we can sort of tease out the reason and address it, fix it, and maybe you don't need blood pressure medicine anymore. How about that? Same with cholesterol. Why do you have high cholesterol? Why just take medicine to reverse it? It's raised for a reason. And maybe that has part to do, or is part of the puzzle, as to why you're slowly falling apart. So Mm -hmm. Let's address these little fires that are brewing in you as you get older, and let's tease out why they're happening, Fix that, and then the medicines fall to the wayside. And I'm not anti-medicine. Now, I'm, a, I'm a dang, doggone trauma doctor.
0: You've been I practicing this your whole life.
1: Big medicine. So, um, so I'm not one of those vitamin guys, although vitamins are very important. But everything has its place. And, um, and I want to send a message to people that a lot of what they do is, uh, a lot of the way they feel and function is self-induced. And reversible. It's just an issue of education. And that's that's what I, I'm setting out uh, to do.
0: That's As I read your book, Kevin, and for those of you who might pick up, we sometimes put a little video feed on for when I do Skype interviews. So I'm showing the book on the video feed, Outsmart Aging. So Kevin, in in your book, you get into a lot of technical detail about... The hormones, the sleep, the uh, diet, exercise, activity levels, all of those kinds of things that contribute to our sense of well-being, our health. And I would venture that most people would probably have an intuitive understanding of some of this. For example, if we were to ask people, hey, is it a more healthful practice to exercise or not to exercise? What do you think they'd say?
1: They would probably say it's more helpful to exercise, but right. they will have the entirely uh, 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 um, an erroneous concept of what that means. And there's the catch. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have an intuitive understanding of a lot of the basic tenets of this. But there's also a lot of urban myth, medical myth that clouds all of that. And this um, this book and, and what I do really straightens that out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, hypothyroidism, low thyroid, is um, is almost epidemic in this country for for several reasons, and um, traditional doctors who are basically trained to treat sickness and illness mm-hmm. when they check you know, a lady usually it's a lady 42 years old goes to the doctor, doc I've got no energy and, and um, you know I'm gaining weight and, and my skin's cold and, and uh, I, I looked it up on, on Google and it sounds like my thyroid's low mm-hmm. and the doctor will do some lab tests and he'll say your thyroid's fine, go ahead and go home and get some rest or take a sleeping pill mm-hmm. and the, well, the problem is is that the traditionally trained doctor who works in an insurance model who's only concerned with making sure you're not sick, is not trained in optimizing your function. And and we are, and I am, and so I can take a person who's got the hormone levels of someone who's 60 and replace them to the levels of 30, and all of a sudden they feel like a million dollars, and whereas the traditional doctor would say you're fine, in other words, you're within the goalpost of normal go home, I can see that you're in the low, low, low left goalpost where you need to be way up on the other side for you. And that's the difference. Um, and that's just one example of how there's a lot of misconceptions. Uh, for example, exercise. You, you don't have to be a gym rat to exercise. You really – it's more movement than lifting weights or running 10 miles. Mm-hmm. In fact, all you need is to have some kind of movement that raises your pulse 20 minutes a day. Everything else is gravy for fitness. Yes.
0: Yes. I like where you're going with this. And when we come back from this break, uh, I'll follow up with you about something that you just said because I really liked it. So, folks, this is Dr. Kevin Light. Live on Purpose Radio. We will be right back. Thank you for listening to Live On Purpose Radio. We're so glad to have you here. Please come by the website, drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, drpauljenkins.com. On the website, you'll have an opportunity to receive a free download. And while you're there, make sure you click on the social media icons. Come over to Facebook, where we will be posting these episodes as well as our YouTube videos and other content and announcements for you to share. Please like us, comment, subscribe, join the conversation. We're happy to have you with us here at Live On Purpose Radio. Let's all support each other to live on purpose. DrPaulJenkins.com And we're back. Kevin, you said something just before the break that is ringing around in my head and I just have to follow up on it. Because you talked about a different model of medicine. And traditionally, I, I've run into this in psychology too, because my branch of this industry has traditionally focused on what's wrong with you and how can we fix that. It's a pathology model. And my listeners know that I've transitioned over to a positive psychology model, which is all about, let's identify what will get you to a place of optimal functioning, uh, not just, so if you think of a spectrum, you've got sick on the one end, what's at the other end? Well, health is right in the middle, meaning not sick. So you can be sick in bed with a fever thrown up, there comes a time when you can get out of bed and you're not sick, but that doesn't mean you're truly fit, thriving, prospering. That's this whole other end of the spectrum. And it feels to me like that's where you're going with your practice and with your theories. And the way you advise your patients—that's
1: exactly right. And and I want to sort of modify something you said. That, that okay. you, you you know you have that dividing line at the bottom end of the scale, and then you have sick. And then when you cross that line, you're not healthy. You're just not sick. Not sick. In fact, in fact, not sick does not e- does not equal healthy. Right. And what what we're finding is that when you, for example, I'll draw labs. On, on an individual, and they all come back normal uh, normal for age so this person has estrogen testosterone thyroid this is perfectly normal for a sixty eight year old person however
0: that's a statistical statement isn't
1: it that's a that's a population statement that right. that is a uh, yeah that's just purely statistical. But just because you're normal for sixty-eight, in other words your average, the average sixty-eight year old has these levels, doesn't mean it's optimal for you to live a robust, healthy life. Right. And what you need are robust, healthy levels that worked when you were thirty, for example. And that's usually the age that we target. And what we've also come to find, and there's, there's just mountains of research to verify this, that as your estrogen leaves the party and testosterone and thyroid, it's not just how you feel. These agents are primarily responsible for cardiovascular disease, dementia, mm. autoimmune disease, uh, chronic, uh, um, um, chronic arthritis. All these issues come up, blood sugar problems in part because of hormonal uh, disruptions, lifestyle disruptions. In fact, only 15% of how you age and how you feel and function is genetically based. Mm -hmm. And 85% is driven strictly by lifestyle. So 85% of how you feel and function is within your control. And, And people don't realize that they have so much power over how they feel and how they experience their life and how they think and they it, they have incredible power they just are unaware of it wow 85% and this isn't science and this isn't, I mean, this isn't pseudoscience. This is done, this is based on twin studies. If you take twins, separate them from birth and Mm -hmm. identical twins and twin A grows up in this environment and twin B grows up in this environment, they get different diseases. They have different mental issues. They have different affects. They even start to look differently and they're identical twins because of the way lifestyle um, uh, impacts how you express your genetic code. And they've also done a study on areas called blue zones, where people live to be 105 and feel great. And they oh, thought right. maybe it was, well, they got great genes. But in fact, they, the research found out, and this is funded by National Geographic, that it's lifestyle. It is all lifestyle. And these five centers of the world have markedly different environments. But they all have commonalities in lifestyle that lets these people live healthy old ages.
0: And you're talking into the triple digits.
1: Triple digits. Centrogenarians. Yes, 105, 106.
0: I just heard a podcast about that very thing, these blue zones that they're talking about, like Mm -hmm. Okinawa. Yep. uh, An island off of Japan, for example. That's one of these zones.
1: It is. And Loma Linda, California is another one, believe it or not.
0: Interestingly enough, yes. Mhm. Some of the commonalities are like you said before the break, movement, movement. Not necessarily vigorous exercise. We're talking get up and move. It's a lifestyle thing
1: yeah just moving muscles secrete cytokines which are little messenger bees that go out and speak to the rest of the body and it actually impacts the health of your heart and the health of your brain who knew moving a muscle would do that in fact there's some research that shows that maybe exercise isn't the big deal but it's sitting and if you sit for longer than six hours a day it can significantly impact your health because you're not releasing those those cytokines from your muscles um uh, Mediterranean diet was one, um, community was another, spirituality was another, no bad habits like smoking and alcohol was another. And so mm-hmm. you know there's about eight, eight points that every, that every culture had that we can adopt very easily. We just need to be shown that we A, need to do it and B, how to do it when we're being thrown off, off the, the rail by all this peer pressure and marketing and, and quick, fast, uh, convenient lifestyle.
0: Mm-hmm. it's consistent among yes. these cultures that, that those things are what make the difference and although it's not complicated simple and easy aren't the same thing have you noticed that?
1: I've noticed that
0: and that the... gets into human psychology and, and the behavioral side of this what people believe about what they can accomplish what have you noticed about that?
1: Um, I've noticed that, um, and I I don't say this in a bad way, there's sort of a herd mentality with a lot of people. And they only know what they're told and what they read in their communities in USA Today and television. And um, very few people bust out of that for one reason or another and sort of enhance and enlighten their knowledge um, vis-a-vis their health and mm-hmm. their, their, their wellness. Um, a lot of people look at it as a bunch of tree-hugging kind of you know mystic stuff. So I, I think that the biggest impediment and the roadblock for people is they don't realize the importance of it. It's not simply feeling better and keeping your weight down. If you take some f- simple, simple steps and you do it consistently, then you will spend your 50s, 60s, 70s and even the 80s functioning well, feeling well, thinking well, versus the alternative, the way most people age, is usually around the 50-year mark, they start a 30-year decline. 30 years of one medicine, then the next, then the next, then one infirmity after another. And they saw grandma do it, they saw their parents do it, their neighbors are doing it. Well, this is just what happens. Mm -hmm. And so their whole concept of what's possible is missing because they've they they don't see the power that they have in their in their hands.
0: The concept, the idea, the belief, that's what supports the behavior.
1: Yes. Yes. Because of course, you know, your your behavior is all predicated on the lens through which you view the world. Um and and if if your lens is smudgy or it's, you're looking through a prism, or you're looking through bad glass, then you're going to make bad decisions or incorrect decisions. The, the other thing I wanted to touch on really quick, I don't know how much time we have. Um, one of the biggest things that really impacts people, I think number one by far, is stress mm-hmm. and a lot of people tend to think that stress is, is a psychological issue. you know that's just me feeling a little anxious or, or nervous. And, and stress has a profound impact on every aspect of your health, by far more than any other thing that you do. Mm. And um, And the, the funny thing and you know this as a psychologist stress is about 80 percent perceptual. That means you do it to yourself.
0: You know, that's so funny that you would say that because we have such a great imagination. And most of the things that stress us out haven't happened. But we imagine that they might or they could or it's coming or things are going to get worse for me,
1: you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We awfulize events in our life. And we, we don't stay in the moment. We don't have mindfulness. We don't, because of course, that's all we can control. I read a statistic mm-hmm. once that, n- that 90% of what you worry about never comes to pass.
0: That's probably pretty darn close. And I don't know how we'd ever, you know, truly measure that. Mm-hmm. But think about your own experience. Anybody who's listening to, to the two doctors here talking today, think about your own experience. And how most of the things that you worry about only trouble you because you're worrying about them. And usually when something difficult happens, you find yourself stepping up and handling it. People are are naturally very resilient. In fact, I'm thinking of another study, and I can't quote it just top off the top of my head, but they were looking at the difference in stress level of people going through a difficult experience versus those who are anticipating or imagining that they might go through a difficult experience and the imaginary group had higher levels of stress
1: oh I believe that totally because when it's really happening you jump into problem solving mode because Mm -hmm. when it happens you're actually there Um, but to worry about something in which you have absolutely no control over Mm -hmm. there's no way to work it diffuse it um you can't do anything with that except worry about it
0: mm-hmm. which doesn't tend to help anything in fact <laughs> it, you're just, saying it just, makes it worse
1: doesn't do anything at all
0: right do you have just in a couple of minutes that we have left kevin do you have some suggestions for our listeners let's say that maybe they're trapped in that That mindset or in a behavioral pattern that's not healthy, where would they start? Where do you direct your patients to go first?
1: I would say first get out of the patrician mindset of the fact that doctors are responsible for your health. In reality, you are responsible for your health. In in reality, no one really cares but you and your family. So the first place to go um, is to get out of the traditional medicine box, the the sickness-based doctor. And if your interest is to be all you can be, find a a physician or a nurse practitioner or any provider that is skilled in integrative medicine or functional medicine or age management medicine. These are all sort of the same thing. Chiropractors uh, are excellent. Um, Nutritionists sort of target your efforts toward the preventive side and keeping the horse in the barn versus waiting till things fall apart and fixing it after the fact, uh, that, that doesn't bode well for most people. If you can prevent it right out of the gate, then do it and find a doctor who does just that or a provider that does just that. And lucky for us, they're starting to be more and more common. Ten years ago, we were hard to find. Now, um, we have a lot of people who are educated and trained in this. And just uh, Google them and look it up and you know, make an appointment. Just get started on it. Just do something. And just act. Don't
0: get trapped into that old mindset because it's been tried and it doesn't work very well.
1: No, it doesn't. We have a very broke health system, as everybody knows, and there's a lot of reasons for it because um, it, it just it just doesn't work.
0: Right. So, folks, um, you've heard it from the doctor himself. The good doctor has said, <laughs> "You are responsible for your health." And no matter what your health situation is right now, there's something that you can do. There's always something that you can do. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. So that brings a little bit of hope. And the lots of hope is called Outsmart Aging. Where can they get a hold of this?
1: Um, Barnes and Noble or um, Amazon both carry it.
0: Okay, so Outsmart Aging by Dr. Kevin Light. Spelled just like the light that's shining in your eyes,
1: right? Oh, I like that. You're all about
0: enlightening people, so. so.
1: I'm gonna have to steal that.
0: Appropriately named. Thank you for joining us at Live on Purpose Radio.
1: Thank you for having me, sir.
0: Folks, it's time. Take this knowledge, share it, and go out there and live on purpose.